All right, ladies, 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 this is Nadine McGowan, and I am here with Purposeful Living, Inc. on this Linking Arms podcast, and it is just such an honor to have you ladies with us. This is a podcast where women have conversations with women, real-life conversations about topics that will help us be better Uh, better wives, better women, uh, better mothers, better leaders, uh, just help us to be the women that we are created to be. And our guest for today is actually one of our sponsors as well, Miss Beth Carell. And so Beth, why don't you just tell me just a little bit and tell our listeners just a little bit about you, um, what you do, who you are, your family, and then we can talk about our topic, which I am really excited about. And I'll tell you kind of a sneak peek of our topic before Beth introduces herself. And the topic for today is being enough. You know, as women, a lot of times we feel, at least I feel like I am not enough. I am not enough as a mom. I'm not enough as, as a, my home does not look like it is enough because I'm not a Pinterest woman. Um, I don't, cook enough. I don't work out enough. I don't, you know, fill in the blank. There's just constant, the not enough. I'm not enough. I don't do enough. And so I'm just so excited to have this conversation. I'm so excited to have this conversation about truly being enough. And so Beth, why don't you tell us a little bit about you first, and then we'll dive in to our topic. Well, thank you, Nadine. I'm really excited about being here, and um, thank you for inviting me to be on the podcast about being enough. It's a very appropriate topic, and like I said, I think I could probably talk all day about this particular topic, but um, a little bit about myself is that I'm a financial advisor uh, with Raymond James Financial Services. I'm a certified financial planner and a certified divorce financial analyst. Um, so I, I do a lot of my divorce work with women, um, helping them rebuild their lives financially. Um, and it's very rewarding. Um, I get to meet some of the most interesting people in, in the world and very creative and entrepreneurial type of, of people. And it's just fantastic work. And I just feel uplifted and rewarded um, meeting new people and, and meeting with clients and um, it's a great turnoff for me. Um, so I've been in the business for 25 years, um, a lot of second and third generation clients. Um, I, I worked with the grandparents and then the parents and now their children. And, and like I said, it's, it's very rewarding. And I'm, I'm excited to be in this particular industry. So the, the topic of being enough is, uh, I think, very appropriate for my life story, which is um, I'm the youngest of three children. I have two older brothers, uh, two very overachieving brothers. Um, my, they're eight and 19 years older than, than I am. So there's a huge age gap between all three of us. And, um, you know, my, my dad had said that he didn't know how to raise a girl. I was the only girl. He didn't know how to raise a girl. So I became the ultimate tomboy. I learned how to mow the grass and I learned how to run a bush hog and I learned how to, you know, grease a tractor and I did all of these things to try and measure up to the to the level of what my brother had done. Um, and, and that was a tall order. Um, both of them went and got their PhDs. 
So there again, now the, the bar level for me, it, it was set very high. Uh, I went to school, um, I got my uh, bachelor's, didn't see any need to, to further my education and I went right into financial services. And so, you know, here I am diving head first into a male dominated industry. So here we go. Um, you know, and 20 years ago, I had uh, joined a practice and, and I was a senior partner. But when you are a woman financial advisor, you have to work harder. You have to spend more hours. You have to further your education. You um, are the first one in the office and you're the last one to leave. Um, in this particular industry, the, there's a history of um, you know, male financial advisors being protected and, and being promoted and um, being offered perks and benefits that weren't afforded to the female financial advisors, however fair or not fair that may be, but being enough. Um, so growing up, it was measuring myself against my brothers, and then um, in, the, in my working environment and being a financial advisor, being enough is measuring myself against other advisors, um, measuring myself against um, my own personal goals, and, and I thought I was there, and I, I thought that I had defined myself, myself. I didn't really understand that how I had been defining myself was a measuring stick against others until 2018. In 2018, my entire world was, was really rocked. I had the foundation of, I thought who I was really sized, it was a seismic shift. And I had to figure out what my, who my identity, what my identity was going forward. Who was I? Because I had identified myself with my accomplishments and what I did for others instead of um, possibly looking more inside of myself and to define myself more of what I wanted to accomplish, not what other people want, wanted me to accomplish. Um, I'm a mother of, of two children. So as a mother, um, and I'm, I'm divorced. So when the kids were young, I was always trying to overcompensate. I was always trying to make sure that I was both parents. Was I enough? Could I, was I enough for them? Um, and I think I was. I, I think I did everything that I could to afford them every opportunity that I could. So there was an overcompensation, I think, probably I, I was guilty of. But, you know, two wonderful children. Um, so again, 2018, the seismic shift happened. And I really had to look to myself as to who I was, what did I want to accomplish, um, and I've met some really wonderful people during that process. I had to do a lot of self-examination. Um, I, I met people like uh, you and Purposeful Living and some of the other organizations that I, I donate my time for um, in the non-for-profit world. And it's really helped me ground myself in knowing that instead of letting other people define me and if I'm enough 
I'm now able and I'm now in a position where I can stand firmly on my feet and say, I am enough. And I don't need anybody else to tell me whether I am or not. And it was it was quite a journey. Um, you know, 2018, that was a couple of years ago, and it, it was a journey for me to, to kind of revamp myself and, and to figure that out. It took a while. Um, but I'm, I feel more confident. I feel more grounded. I feel um, you know, that the future is brighter than it's ever been, and that's very exciting. But it, it took that journey for me to come to this this place. It took that seismic shift in my life to really shape me for me to say, hey, something's not right here, and I need to redefine who I am and what I am. And, and so I'm very pleased that I've been able to go through that journey, that I've, I've had help along the way. I've had, you know, your organization, um, Purposeful Living, has been fantastic uh, for me to be involved in. Um, you know, and there's been some others that, that have kind of walked with me in this path uh, to get where I am today. And uh, I can say that no longer am I in the position where other people are defining who I am. Um, I'm the one that makes that decision. Wow, that's a beautiful story. And I it's so encouraging and it's so uplifting. And I thank you for sharing so honestly about your challenges and your upbringing. And, you know, I kind of took down some thoughts and some notes. And I think you're right. I think a lot of times as women, we try to measure up to others. You know, for you, it was your brother's. But I think we probably all have something we can point to in our childhood or in our life where we had to measure up to maybe it's somebody else. Maybe it's measuring up to somebody's expectations of parents or teachers or coaches um, that might make us feel like, man, maybe I'm not enough. Am I enough? I have to prove that I'm enough, right? Um, or um, trying to measure up to what people think or what my parents want people to think of me. I think that was part of mine um, is these expectations that were put on me. So I didn't have the older brothers, but I think I had parents that had very, very high expectations that made me go, I am not enough. I am never going to be enough. I'm never going to be smart enough. I'm never going to be pretty enough. I'm never going to be skinny enough. I'm never going to be fill in again, fill in the blank. And the reality is that is a lie. That is a lie because I go back to scripture and I root everything in scripture. And the truth is Ephesians 2.10 tells us, for we are God's handiwork, for we are God's handiwork. In another version, it might say masterpiece created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance to do. And so while the world might scream at us, you're not enough, you won't be enough, look on the TV, you'll never look like that, or you'll never have this home, or you'll never have enough. Um, the reality is God created us to be enough. And not only does he call us enough, but he calls us his masterpiece. And that's just so beautiful. And, you know, I, I think I'd love to talk a little bit more about what... Um, not being enough, why it's destructive, why us believing that we're not enough, why that tape, that unhealthy tape, what it could potentially lead to. Mm -hmm. And so do you have any thoughts on that? 
yeah, that feeling when I was when I was a little girl of not being enough and, and could I measure up to my brothers and, and what they had accomplished and, and you know really was an unreasonable expectation that I would put on myself. Um, and then fast forward, um, I am in college and my dad passes away and it's 1991. And so the, the following December, I graduated from college and then I got married and I had kids and all of these accomplishments that I had done, I never got the validation from him that it was enough because he had passed. So, you know, you go through life and you don't get that validation that you're looking for. You're constantly looking for. Yes. So it's like a bucket with a hole in it that you continue to try to fill and it's just like keeps going through and it's like you try to fill it with all these things and it's like why is it not getting filled up why do i not feel full why do i not feel satisfied why do i not feel like i've accomplished something because you're continually striving to find that acceptance in other people yes to validate that emptiness yep in other people or in work or in uh, eating or in drugs or alcohol or in shopping or in, again, fill in the blank, right? Exactly, exactly, yeah. And so once we know that we are enough, it's almost like patching that bucket, patching that hole and not needing, it's not, it's, it's not like having this need to fill. It's like, oh, I am stable. I am secure. I am confident. I know who I am. I know I'm enough. Yeah, prior to 2018, I thought I knew who I was. I mean, I always had an air of self-confidence. But what I really didn't get was that when 2018 happened for me, that, that self-confidence was kind of a, a false a facade that I was putting on as I was seeking acceptance from other people in what it was that I was doing. And while I was still driving myself as hard as I could to excel and to be the best and and you know, be accepted by others, it, it is self-destructive. And it just, it, it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy. And after 2018, you know, I had, like I said, I had to do a lot of, um, I had to look inside myself and determine what was important. I had to determine, you know, what did I want to do? Where did I want to go? How did I want to go about it? Um, and kind of redefine a lot of my life goals. Um, and thankfully, I have a loving, supportive husband um, that, you know, was there every step of the way and holding my hand and reaffirming that that I'm whole, I'm good, I'm fine, I'm gonna be great. Just just move forward. And it took getting out of the box and you know, being out of my comfort zone to figure that out. Um, but you know, a good friend of mine said if you're not stretching, you're not growing. And so the last couple of years, I've really been uh, a season of growth for me. Um, but I think it's the first time in my life I've been able to stand on two feet, feel the self-confidence and the self-worth that, that I thought I, I had, but you know, turns out I didn't. And instead of defining myself and other people, I'm, I'm, I'm much more confident uh, moving forward and, and that things are going to be wonderful and um, and, and part of that journey also was an examination of my faith. 
um, I had gone through the Indianapolis Great Banquet back in 2014, and that was a fantastic spiritual retreat. That experience really helped me uh, look deeper into what faith means to me. Um, and then I was able to go to York uh, Purpose for Living Conference a couple of years ago, and it was such an uplifting experience for me that, that I really uh, um, was able to put the journey forward in that faith, what it means to me, um, and that I'm not alone, and that there are other people that, that um, get filled up by being poured into um, and pouring into others and helping others. And it's just been a real eye-opening and, and um, affirming journey. That's beautiful. And so, you know, let's talk about that. Let's talk about, let's say we're talking and a listener of ours right now is saying, I'm, in, I'm stuck in this I'm not enough phase. And I have the facades and I, but, but I know that I'm constantly thriving and striving. And I want to get to that point of knowing that I am enough, knowing that I am um, God's masterpiece and I don't have to do or be anything that I'm not. Um, what would you say are some, and we can kind of discuss it. Maybe you give some thoughts and I, I give some thoughts on just like, let's talk about what are some ways to get from point A going, I'm not enough, to point B of knowing I am enough? Mm -hmm. um, well, when you can recognize in yourself that you're on a treadmill and you're just going and going and going and you're not feeling satisfied and not feeling full, but, but when you're thinking, well, maybe it'll come tomorrow or maybe it'll come next week or maybe that achievement I, I'm currently working on and I get that, I'm going to feel fulfilled. If you're constantly on that treadmill looking for fulfillment and it's not coming, then it's time to there's you gotta make a change. Okay. And you got you, you need to look for other organizations that are gonna be supportive and helpful to you to determine what kind of change that you could make that's gonna help you feel more fulfilled. That's good. And there's a lot of non-for-profits out there. That will that will help for some people. It it may be becoming involved in a non for profit for the first time in their life, and giving back to the community or giving back to children's organizations or how you may do that. So that may be a, a start. Um, but it really is just having this, this self knowledge that this is going on in my life, and I've got to get from point A to point B. Who do I connect with that's going to get me there? That's so good. And what I'm hearing you say is the first step is that, that honesty with yourself of going, wait a minute, I, I am, I am in a cycle and I am trying to fill this hole and it's not working and I am stuck. And I think what you're saying, and at least what I'm hearing you say, and I'm totally in agreement with is step one is awareness and honesty, self honesty with, okay, there's something here and I need help. So this is where I am. And then maybe step two is this is where I'd like to be. And then finding the resources and the tools that are out there that are available to get us there. Mm -hmm. I know one of the things that I've learned along the way is I don't need to look outside of myself for validation because 
number one, I know what God's word says, but number two, I do a lot of self-validating. Even this morning, I caught myself getting triggered and I sat in my chair, I put my hand on my heart and I talked to Nadine. And I said, Nadine, I just wanna let you know that how you feel is valid. You, I, I can tell you feel angry. I can tell you feel frustrated. I can tell you feel hopeless. And all of those feelings are valid. It's okay to feel that way. Let's look at the truth. And then I take myself to validating myself, to looking at the truth of the situation. And then I remind myself of who I am. And I can't tell you how often I talk to Nadine's heart. I mean, it's a consistent thing where I don't have to go and get something from somebody else or from this world. And I go back to the truth of who God says I am. And I remind myself of that. And it has been so powerful. And that's, that's been one of my tools that has been very effective. And I would say another tool is making an outgoing call to somebody who's going to speak truth into my life. Because sometimes I can't see it for myself because I'm human and I'm limited and I have blind spots. And sometimes I need to reach out to a friend and dump. And, and it has to be a safe person who's going to speak truth. Because anytime I'm believing that I'm not enough, that's, that's a lie. And so I need to go to truth. The truth, getting into the light, is going to be what gets us out of the dark, right? And so right. I love this. You're absolutely right. It's the difference between happy and hollow and feeling full of joy and feeling full. Yeah, because you can be happy, but you can be hollow inside, or you can just be joyful and feel true joy and be full and not have to worry about that other people's self -act. It's a much better position to be in. Yes, yes. I love the happy versus hollow. That is such a great, and it's like, okay, when I'm hollow, I can pause and go, okay, what do I need? What, is, what does Nadine's heart need? Because the reality is work is not going to fill that. My husband is not going to fill that. My child is not going to fill that. Food is not going to fill that. Shopping is not going to fill that. That's just going to leave me more hollow, right? And so it's my responsibility to pause and go, okay, what, how do I fill this heart with, with something that's actually going to keep it full? And I love this. I love this conversation and I love um, what's coming up for me. This is so even helpful for me. And just good reminders, you know, of like what's working and what, what I do that I want to keep doing. And so I want to challenge some of the women out there. And Beth, if you have any, any challenges uh, for the women, you can kind of add on to what I'm going to say here. And that is, I challenge you to just get honest. Step one is let's just get honest. Where are you? Where are you? Do you feel like you're enough? You know, do you, maybe rank it on a scale from one to 10 at work. I feel like I'm enough or I'm a seven or at home. I feel like this. And then where do you want to be? And what are some one, two, three basic action steps that you can take to help you get there? And in Purposeful Living, we have a ton of resources for you. You can go to our website, purposefullivinginc.org and plug into those resources. But there's a ton of different ways to get to, from point A to point B. Mm -hmm. Beth, anything that you'd like to add? One of the things that's helped me, and that I do every single morning, and it's usually on my way into the office, is that I give thanks to God for the beautiful day. It could be cloudy, it could be sunny, it could be whatever it is, but it's still a beautiful day. And I give thanks to Him, and I pray that I am able to enlarge in my heart 
so that when he showers me with whatever blessings it is that he's going to bless me with that day, that my heart is open enough to be able to receive them and to acknowledge that they're, they're from him. Because everything that we have in, in life here is from him and delivered to us from him. And how we use what it is he provides us for good, I, I think, is, is you know, a way to move forward and a way to find fullness. But that's one of the things I do in the morning is to, to give thanks for the day, give thanks for the previous day, give thanks for everything that's going to happen today, and not look too far into the future because we really can't control that. That's God's destiny. So all we can do is, is do the best that we can with what we have to work with right now and um, try and make a, a, a difference. That's beautiful. I love that. And I love that power of gratitude and starting the morning off that way. And I, the enlarging my heart for me to be willing to able to receive all these blessings uh, that God has for us. So this is beautiful. Thank you for sharing your heart. Thank you for this conversation. Ladies, we just remind you, we want to remind you that you are enough just as you are. You don't have to be more. You don't have to do more. You don't have to learn more. You don't have to eat less. You don't have to complain less. Like you can just be you and you are enough and you are loved and you are cherished and you are a masterpiece. We love you ladies. 